0: Plushcare.com slash weight Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Would you be the jerk for not wanting to take a DNA test? We'll find out, but first, a story from MeanCoconut541. Am I the jerk for humiliating my wife on social media to defend my mom? We have finally gotten no contact with my mom. It was a long, hard decision, but she and my wife are just fundamentally unable to get along and recently had a vicious fight. And I knew I had to put my wife first. This fight was so bad, my mom didn't even protest the no contact. We're just done with each other, but I can't say it hasn't been gut-wrenching. My mom's given her version of the story to everyone. So I get my wife wants to defend herself, but I hate that she's posting on social media because I find that tacky. And my mom just told people verbally. Anyway, my wife made a couple posts about my mom's behavior over the years, which hey, they were true, but then she claimed my mom wore white to our wedding, she didn't, and she posted a picture to prove it. The picture isn't from our wedding, it's from my mom's own wedding, and my wife labeled it the mother-son dance. I was mortified, I don't even care about the white dress, but the man my mom was with was her husband, not me, face was cropped out, and I felt humiliated. He was holding her very intimately, hand on her lower back, her head buried in his chest. My mom and I would never touch like that, and it made me feel ick. Heck, my mom was stiff during the actual mother-son dance. I know some families are more affectionate, but I would just never do that. I asked my wife to take it down, and she refused. I took it into my own hands and commented, ''Honey, I think you're confused. That's stepdad's name. Remember, that was their wedding.'' she actually wore green to ours and posted the pictures for proof my wife was furious and deeply hurt she broke down crying and said i publicly humiliated her and sided with my mom she said she just wanted a little bit of petty revenge and i should have taken her side it's been a day and she's still clearly upset so i think op's not the jerk here i'm not one for the whole misinformation petty revenge attack Would you guys agree with me when I say, just based off of the reactions here, that maybe the whole disagreement is more a problem generated from the wife, and maybe not the mom? Or do you think it's going too far to try to suggest the wife might be the one at fault for all this fighting just based off of how they reacted? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Automatic Effort 2227 Am I the jerk? I told my daughter she can live with me with this condition. I, 34 year old male, had a child 10 years ago, Nova, 10. I was a terrible person back then. I didn't stay in her life and I deeply regret it. A few months ago, I contacted her mom to see if I can see my child. She happily agreed to co-parent with me and seemed relieved, which was understandable considering she had four other kids, all younger than Nova. Nova was a bit distant at first, but now we're doing better. She's generally a very good kid But something I realized about her is that no punishment seems to work on her, and also she can be very disrespectful at times. If I tell her to do something as a punishment, she won't do it. Or if I ground her, she'll just leave without my permission. I asked her mom how she punishes her, and she said she's never punished her before. What I've heard from Nova is that it seems like she would just cuss her out and yell at her, which I don't think are good punishments for a kid. Two nights ago, Nova asked me if she can live with me from now on. I told her I'd love it, but she can live with me with one condition. She has to follow my rules and be respectful. She didn't say anything after that. After she went back to her mom's home, my mom, who was there when Nova asked me this, told me I was a jerk because if a kid is asking her deadbeat dad to take her in, there must be something very wrong, so you don't make conditions for her. You just say yes and take her in. Was I really wrong to have this condition? I can't be a parent if she doesn't listen to me. But now both my mom and daughter refuse to talk to me. Her mom will likely have no problem with this. She seems too busy with her other kids. And I think she would like being the weekend fun parent, so that's not really a problem. I think OP is the jerk here because, first of all, they're 10 years old. What kind of rambunctious, disrespectful behavior are you really expecting? Second of all, I think it was wholly unnecessary because the kinds of things OP was asking of a 10-year-old kid, it's kind of implied already when you live with a parent. Follow rules and be respectful? Isn't that what kids are supposed to do? That's not something you have to sign up for. That should be expected. And also, it's your 10-year-old kid. They're turning to you for a reliable place to live, and your first response to your 10-year-old kid is, well, it could work out if you follow some rules. It comes off like you just don't care. This next story is from throwaway6097757. Am I the jerk for calling my husband selfish and saying no to the arrangements he made? I, female 33, have been married to my husband, male 38, for two years. He has a nine-year-old son from his former marriage, He's always been on bad terms with his ex. They had a messy divorce and basically hate each other's guts. It got worse after his ex got remarried. The current problem started when he found out that his ex-wife planned to go on vacation without their son. My stepson. Why? Because her new husband didn't want him to go. Probably because it's a romantic getaway. My husband pitched a fit and insisted they take my stepson, but she refused. My husband then brought him to stay with us. Not his days, but I welcomed him and made sure to keep him entertained and happy. All was good until I found out that my husband has booked tickets for a vacation to the same places ex and her new husband were going. Same hotel, same everything. He booked the tickets, in mine and his son's name only. I was confused. I asked him about it, and he said he did this despite his ex and show her that she can't exclude his son from a vacation and who the better parent is. He told me he's arranged for everything and all I had to do was take time off work and take his son and go. I was shocked and I asked if he was serious and he confirmed it. I went off on him saying I can't just take time off work and go with his son to a place I've never been before just so he could one-up his ex. He ranted about how busy he was, otherwise he would have taken care of this himself, but sent me instead. I yelled saying I've got a lot on my plate. I work full-time, I take care of my cancer-stricken mom, I clean, cook, and take care of my stepson on top of that. He said my boss will understand if I take time off, unlike his, but in response I called him selfish and said no to this arrangement, and told him it was final. He flipped his crap on me, then told his son that I just said no to a fun vacation for him funded by his dad. I told him to stop it because I hate commitments and won't risk losing my job over an unexpected vacation. And for what? We just got back from one a month ago. He's been ranting about how I'm wasting his time and money by declining to go and that his son will hate me for this forever. I don't care what this husband thinks, what justification he has. You can't just force a trip upon somebody, especially one that has real serious commitments and expect them to ever just be truly happy with it. It could be tickets to their dream vacation spot with all expenses included hotel and spa and everything beautiful. And they would still be justified to be angry and upset, because who has the ability to just drop everything at a dime, take time off work immediately, and set sail? The husband absolutely wasted their money and they should feel bad about it. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Next Leadership 2388. Am I the jerk for mocking my annoying coworker after she'd been in an accident? I have a coworker, Hannah, who hates the fact that I come to work by car. Every time I mention traffic, parking, or I'm a little late, she goes, Why don't you bike to work instead? Or, Should have taken the tram, it's immune to traffic. The bike park has plenty of space, etc. It's incredibly annoying, and she always does this. A few days ago, a car turned on Hannah while she was riding her bike to work, and she suffered some very minor injuries. Nothing serious, just a broken arm and a concussion. Our team put together a little present for her. Everybody wrote a note, and another coworker delivered it to Hannah's apartment. My note said, should've come by car. I thought it was a funny joke, but apparently not. It got delivered to her and she told the others, who came to me and called me petty and insensitive and are now acting very cold towards me. I think they're overreacting. It was just a joke. Am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely the jerk. Honestly, if you're trying to joke there, you have to make sure that you are actually that close to that person. Like, just put yourself in her shoes, if you're driving your car, and you crash or something accidentally, and they send you a get well note that says, Told you you should've used a bike. Would that be funny? Would you be laughing? You'd probably want to rip their head off. Also, everybody agrees with me when I say, A broken arm and a concussion are not very minor injuries, right? OP was crazy in labeling that, right? A traumatic brain injury? Very minor? Very minor? our next story is from impressive pp am i the jerk for telling a neighborhood runner i wouldn't leash my dog we live in country suburbs neighborhood is surrounded by farmland the neighborhood is full of transplants in the tech industry the neighborhood is brand new still building houses we have a golden who is incredibly well trained and walks no more than three feet ahead of us or beside we were walking towards the fields to play fetch and a man started running towards us He stops a few feet away and asks us to leash our dogs. We said, no, thank you. He said, what if I was afraid of dogs? What if I was allergic? I said, well, then you shouldn't be sprinting towards an unleashed dog. He didn't like that answer. And I explained to him that we're essentially in the country and he is trained to be off leash. And it's very clear that he would never hurt anybody because he's a stranger who's raising his voice and our dog hasn't reacted whatsoever, sitting pretty by our side. He told me i must be having a bad day i calmly said not at all i told you no we won't be putting him on a leash and you aren't getting your way he threatened calling the hoa i laughed and told him to take my picture while he's at it and i'll give him my address as a huge dog lover i've had dogs all my life i would say confidently op is the jerk the bottom line i feel is it doesn't matter how well trained your dog truly is They should be on a leash when you're outside. They're trained, but they're still an animal. You just don't know if there's going to be one bad day. And especially if something frightening happens, your dog might be very, very well trained to come right back to you. But one crazy thing happens, pandemonium, some wild animal comes chasing and that dog is gone. Bottom line, it might be annoying, but it's just better to put a leash on your dog and walk them around safely you can get a leash that lets your dog go three feet from you. Just get one of those long, super long, retractable ones if you need. Our next story is from thunderdeserve9096. Am I the jerk for not paying to remove well on my property so the neighbor can replace the septic tank? My husband and I would like to get another point of view regarding an issue we're having with our next door neighbor. Little background, we're cordial, but not friends. We bought our house eight years ago. They, maybe 14, They own a construction landscaping company and have trucks and workers coming on our residential street daily, I assume to pick up work orders. Over the years, they've done extensive landscaping to their backyard, using our side yard to get there because they built a huge deck so close to the property line. Absolutely gorgeous landscaping. In the last two years, they started to work on an adjacent side yard, and we noticed they planted small palms in front of our sprinklers. Long story short, they thought they had approximately six to eight more feet than they had. This came to light when they moved our sprinklers over and we said something about them planting in front of them. The neighbor approached husband a few weeks ago that they needed a new septic tank and our unpermitted well was within 50 feet and would need to be moved. Hubby says, we'll move it for you if you pay for it. She says, well, it may be an issue since you don't have a permit. We make a few calls our realtor makes a few calls for us to septic co owner it's a small town and she tells us that they can apply for a variance it had to have been permitted etc etc we aren't worried neighbor knocks on our door and hubby and i speak to her she asks if there's any way we can work with her and her husband because yes they can apply for a variance but it costs eighteen hundred dollars and there's no guarantee that the county will approve it she asks if we can just move our well Hubby says we will if you pay for it. She says she shouldn't have to since we don't have a permit. This is where I may have been a jerk. I did raise my voice and told her we weren't paying for anything. You're trying to make your problem our problem. She said it was our problem because the county now knows we don't have a permit, so they may make us move it. We said we'd talk to some people and we weren't worried, and I again said, your problem, not ours. Stop trying to make it our problem. She said, we may bring legal action. We said, do what you have to do, and slammed the door. We found our copy of the permit that the former owners left us, by the way. Her passive-aggressive threat of the permit pissed me off, and I did raise my voice to her. So, am I the jerk for raising my voice to neighbor? Absolutely not the jerk. This person was doing exactly what OP said, they were trying to make it their problem. Honestly, I think the only thing that truly sucks here is they have to live next to a neighbor who's clearly going to be biased and have hatred for them for not spending X amount of hundreds of dollars to move the septic tank for them. If you want your neighbors to move something that costs hundreds so you can continue to do some home improvement crap, well tough crap, unless you pay for it. This next story is from Gonshian. Am I the jerk for telling my sister it's ridiculous to divorce someone who gave her a fake ring? I, 23-year-old female, have an older sister, 29-year-old female, who's married to my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law seems to genuinely love her, and they've never shown a sign of a failing relationship. That was, of course, until yesterday, when my sister phoned me while crying heavily. I asked her what was wrong, and she told me her friend who was a jeweler was suspicious of the ring my brother-in-law gave to her, and urged her to confirm the material of the ring. My sister continued and told me that the results showed that the ring was not made from diamond, but in fact moissanite. She told me she didn't tell her husband yet, but she's considering a divorce because she thought that my brother-in-law didn't really love her, even though he has supposedly had enough money. I don't know how much money he has, so as of now I can't really confirm if he did or did not have the money. I told her it was pretty ridiculous to only divorce brother-in-law just because he bought her a fake ring. She sarcastically told me something along the lines of, thanks for being so helpful, before hanging up. I get she was in an emotional moment, but a love shouldn't revolve around a ring. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here. I think honestly for the brother-in-law, it might be for the best that they get a divorce. Because clearly their love is not based on true love. You didn't get me a real diamond? Well, I'm divorcing you. The only thing that sucks there is they're probably going to try to take half the money that brother-in-law does have. This next story is from Easy and Free. Am I the jerk for asking my parents and in-laws to leave our wedding early? I officially tied the knot last week. Not sure how, but I convinced the coolest guy in the world that I'm tolerable enough to tie down for life. Super shocking. Thankfully, everyone accommodated the fact that we didn't want children present at our ceremony or reception. The thing that did receive some pushback was our request that unless you were explicitly invited to stay, then everyone needed to be out of the reception venue by 7pm. Those who were asked to stay were mostly just mine and my husband's friends. As much as I love my parents, siblings, and new in-laws, I did want to partake in a few adult substances and wasn't really interested in them bearing witness to poppers and other things getting passed around. We'd been with them all day and would be seeing them the next morning as all of us were staying at a place nearby and had plans to grab breakfast together, so I didn't see it as a problem. At that point, I'd already had a few drinks, so after some back and forth about whether they really had to head out, I basically said something to the effect of, If you wouldn't feel comfortable spending a night out with us at a gay bar, you should probably leave. The space cleared out pretty quickly after that, and we did our thing with our friends. It was a wonderful end to a wonderful night. My dad, however, didn't show up for breakfast the next morning, and my sister tipped me off that my mom and my mother-in-law weren't happy with my comments. Am I the jerk? I mean, I'm all for you having the wedding of your dreams and whatnot, but I just feel like it's a weird process to kick everybody out and essentially make all these people feel like. They're not close enough to you or not important enough to hang around. And frankly, the comments were a bit weird. Basically telling everybody at the wedding, sorry, you didn't make it on the VIP list, cake rocks. Kind of painful for a lot of people, I bet. Imagine telling your mom and dad on your wedding day to go home early, essentially. Our next story is from Okay Tutor 2934 Am I the jerk for being pissed that my dad brung his husband on our family trip? I'm 15-year-old female my dad 54 year old male is married to jacob 50 year old male and to be honest i don't like jacob as he just annoys me i don't know if they intentionally do what they do or if they don't even realize that they're doing it but either way it pisses me off which is why i dislike jacob very much i can never get alone time with just my mom and my dad without jacob being there And I've specifically said all the time that I just want my dad and my mom there, but it doesn't even matter to them because Jacob turns up either way. And yes, I've communicated with them about this, but it's like they don't even listen. Anyways, yesterday was supposed to be only me, my mom, and my dad going to an amusement park, but also my half-sister, three-year-old female, my mom's daughter. I told my dad and Jacob that I didn't want Jacob there, but guess what? He turned up anyways. Also, this event was for me, and it wasn't an event that was for the whole family. It was for me, and I wanted my sister, my mom, and my dad to be there only. I was pissed when Jacob turned up, so instead of letting it go like I normally do, I lashed out at my dad and Jacob for Jacob being there. I told my dad that Jacob didn't always need to come along and that he needed to stop bringing Jacob to my events that I specifically said I didn't want him to attend. My dad was poised, And Jacob started crying, which only made me more mad. Jacob is a grown man, and I talked to him about this as well. So it's not like he was just clueless to the whole thing. So I didn't understand why he was crying. And maybe I was a bit harsh when I lashed out. But because I've been gentle with this many, many times, and I was just done with being gentle with them, I lashed out. Now to mention, my mom is the one paying for all this, so she was also pissed that Jacob turned up when he wasn't even supposed to be there. I never see my dad without Jacob being there, and it just gets so tiring when you can't even talk to your dad alone with his husband slash wife being there. My mom and family are completely on my side, but my dad and Jacob are pissed at me. So am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here. I don't blame OP for wanting to have one-on-one time with just their dad or a group moment with just their actual parents. The problem here is because Jacob is being so insistent on always being there, there's never been any time for OP to build up that feeling that they're satisfied with how much one-on-one time they've gotten with their dad. So this has only created more and more discontent and I feel like it's hard to fix at this point. Jacob needs to give the 15-year-old girl some space and let them have some one-on-one time with their dad. This next story is from Please Don't Spend FXH. Am I the jerk for not wanting to take a DNA test? I'm 32-year-old female. My dad passed away when I was a wee baby. He was in a car accident with his pregnant female subordinate, who was also his longtime mistress. She did survive the crash but lost the baby and ended up in an almost vegetative state. She's still alive. My parents had me after eight years of marriage after dealing with years of infertility. My dad was rich. He came from old money and while married to my mother, created his own fortune. My mom came from humble beginnings. They had an arranged marriage. While they were married, my dad was in charge of the finances and when he died, everything went to my mom. She married my dad's younger brother a few years later and had my siblings. They're still happily married. We had a very happy childhood and my grandparents Dad's parents who have since passed were very involved. I had an extremely privileged upbringing. Now, here's where I might be the jerk. A girl claiming to be my half-sister, my dad's mistress's daughter, has contacted me saying that her mom is on her last legs and that she's trying to get some money for the hospital bills. She's two years older than me and claims that she's my dad's daughter and is entitled to my family's money. I have refused to take a DNA test She's now threatened to take me to court. I refuse to meet her or discuss this issue. Her family's now harassing me about it and they tell me that I'm trying to steal her money and that she's my dad's firstborn child. When I told my mom about this, she told me to ignore her and go on with my life. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here, it's honestly not their responsibility to take this DNA test. And frankly, if they don't want to help out somebody who they haven't known their whole life, they don't have any responsibility to do that. Even if they were OP's father's kid, all of that money still would have gone to OP's mom. It wouldn't have like piggy jumped their spouse and gone straight to a kid, but it wouldn't hurt to get some legal advice just in case. Our next story is from Life Percentage 5567 Am I the jerk for writing up an employee who catfished me? I'm a manager in a work environment that's rather casual, where employees get close and spend a lot of time together outside of work. I'm a little traditional when it comes to employer-employee relationships, so while I do participate in some activities to build morale and camaraderie, i.e. happy hours after work, attending weddings if I'm invited, etc., I do not participate in social activities where things might get out of hand i.e. going to concerts, clubbing, just going to someone's house to hang out, etc. This is a personal policy that I also extend to social media where I keep my profiles private and I don't add or accept employees on all platforms. I just like to keep things private and don't want them to see where I spend my time, who I'm dating, etc. Recently a new hire asked me for my account and I kindly let her know that I'd like to keep things private. I thought that was it, but she went ahead and made a fake account to follow me. Going as far as to post fake photos and write a fake bio to look like we went to college together, I found out because after I accepted her, she took screenshots of my photos and shared them to other colleagues. Thankfully there wasn't anything off base on my accounts. But she did share photos of a new boyfriend I haven't introduced yet, as well as photos of a new designer bag I purchased and jokingly asked everyone if he was my sugar daddy. It was a huge breach of my privacy. Her comments also embarrassed me, and I ended up writing her up, which is a semi-serious offense at our workplace that can lead to termination. Since then, it's caused a huge drama at work with some employees thinking that I can't take a joke and that I was taking things too far, while others came to support me. I hate that it split up the team. Upper management supports my decision, but some employees have mentioned that I could have just verbally warned her first and that it was my own fault for falling for her catfish. Am I the jerk? I think OP's clearly not the jerk here, and this isn't something that you laugh off or give a verbal warning for. They literally went behind your back to lie to you as to who they are so they can peer into your personal life and try to invade on you. That's not something you tolerate. You slap down a write-up because that is not okay. You don't pry into someone's life just cause you're curious and then also show their photos around and joke about having a sugar daddy and embarrassing them. As a person that enjoys their privacy, what that coworker did is ridiculous. This next story is from Mucker113. Am I the jerk for asking my wife to work after I told her she didn't have to 16 years ago? We got married in 06. We had three kids in three years following and I stated to her that she can raise the kids while I work. Now the kids are 10, 14, and 15, and in school from 8am to 3.30pm daily, so I asked her to get a part-time job to assist with a couple of our bills. She went off on me stating I lied when I said she could be a stay-at-home mom when we got married and her family and mine are agreeing with her, but I said it's getting to be a mental strain on me financially, since I've taken two pay cuts at work and don't have the luxury of looking for new employment. I've even started doing food deliveries on the weekends just to keep the two older kids in sports programs. And when my youngest asked to do gymnastics and I saw the cost, I said I can't without sacrificing other required bills. And now she says if I can't afford a family, why did I get married? I'm just at a loss as to what to do. I work from home and even offered my wife a job with me part time while the kids are in school just to answer a few of my calls and transfer them appropriately to the departments they need. My family stated that I told her she doesn't have to work, but our needs have changed since the kids require so much more money now than they did when they were younger, and now my wife hasn't spoken to me in two weeks, and both sides of the family agree with her. Yeah, it sucks that 16 years ago, also 2006 being 16 years ago, hurts me to hear... But it sucks that 16 years ago you said, Oh, you're gonna be a stay-at-home mom. You won't have to lift a finger besides around the house and with the kids. But stuff changes. Is this a marriage? Why is the wife just tearing down OP for admitting that they need more help? This doesn't seem like a partnership to me. She'd rather brutally put down OP than just try and make their kids' lives better. I fear that they're just gonna drive OP to a breaking point, and if they just give up, what's gonna happen? I hope both sides of the family that are saying OP's the total jerk and is in the wrong here are gonna be willing to pitch in for that entire family. And our final story of the day is from Healthy Escape 1802. Am I the jerk for not wanting my atheist friend to be religious around me? This sounds strange, but I, 17 year old female, have found a job recently, and I've quickly become friends with one of my coworkers, 19-year-old female, Amy. I'm Muslim, but my family aren't very strict Muslims, and neither am I. Amy knows I'm Muslim, and knows about some of the general rules and stuff, some of which I don't follow. Lately, Amy's been calling me out on things I do, saying that it's against my religion. I did tell her that I'm not a strict Muslim, but it hasn't stopped her. Normally, I wear jeans and hoodies to work but since it's been warm, I wore a skirt, and Amy pointed out that I should be covering my legs more, but I just rolled my eyes. And then she saw me eating M&Ms, which are mostly not halal, so she told me to stop eating them. I didn't, and I told her that I wanted her to stop policing me. Even my parents don't say this stuff to me. She said that she's just helping me practice my religion, so I told her that she should just practice it if she's gonna keep correcting me. She told one of our other coworkers who says that I was in the wrong because I was being rude after she tried to help me. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here because they never asked for any help. Maybe OP should turn it around on them. The next time Amy says something like, God, I wish my shift was over. OP should say, well, actually you're atheist. So you don't even believe in it. So why are you saying that? You know, pick and prod at them to be a better atheist. Maybe they'll realize it's kind of ridiculous. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk Here story that was absolutely crazy, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.